You're listening to The Sauropod, and I'm Shushma Naik. And I'm Catherine Sherlock. And I'm Justin Zeppa. And this is The Snooze. This is The Snooze. Sauropod News. And now, here's the latest from yesterday. Reporting to you live via recording from our kitchen in the North Atlantic, it's Suraport News. We now send you over to our snooze desk and Justin Zeppa. Uh, thank you, Catherine Sherlock. Catherine Sherlock, ladies and germs out there. Welcome back to the program. Well, thank you very much. It's lovely to have Pleasure you here. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, you know what else is great? We got Shrishma Nike is in the house. What up, Shrishma? What's up, guys? Happy 2020. Yeah, first we're show of the new year. year. Yeah, we're in the new roaring 20s. Oh, <laughs> oh that's right. Yeah. We're all wearing our spangly uh, short <laughs> high, high cut dresses yes, and we got those yeah. little hats. And yeah. we got bobbed haircuts. We all bobbed our hair over the Ready what, for the prohibition. Break. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Bring our own. Exactly. Yeah, there we go. Did everybody have a good holiday? Does anybody have any juicy stories they need to share with the snooze audience right now? Well, I had a really good holiday. Yeah, you went off to I the went continent. off to um, party like it's... 2020 <laughs> in Amsterdam and Berlin. Oh, um, shit. I had the time of my life. Um, shout out to my, um, my homie Andre Wallace for, um, one of the best trips I've had. Um, cool. It was definitely amazing. You guys went to the Checkpoint Charlie Museum. We went I'm sure. to, well, we didn't go to, so <laughs> we, we were recovering from uh, New Year festivities. So we lost a day in, you know, catching up with sleep. Yeah, sure. Um, but we, we drove by Checkpoint Charlie and cool. we saw the wall. Pretty much the same thing. Uh, right. Um, enjoyed the sights of Berlin on a tour bus. But, you know, we're really immersed in the cult, well, Berlin party life on that 31st so what is that like what does that entail oh my God. i mean it was i think it was just a whole bunch of people um in one place yeah. lots of fireworks lots of alcohol mm-hmm. and just lots of happiness i think everyone was just really happy mm-hmm. to be there yeah um and it was just one big party and it was really fucking amazing cool yeah it was really good all right um it's so a hard recommend then. hard recommend and you know amsterdam's amsterdam um i think we got what we wanted out of <laughs> You went to Amsterdam. the Hans Christian Andersen right. Museum. No. And <laughs> <laughs> I walked by Anne Frank's museum or house. Yeah. And then I walked Almost by. the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I walked by um, the Van Gogh Museum. Oh, uh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> you saw the beautiful swirling, swirling brickwork the of the outside. outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we did a whole bunch of, you know. Such a genius, right? Yeah. That building. It was a great trip. It's a great building. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it was a great um Great kickoff to the year, I think. Awesome. Uh, I should mention to the audience at home, I I am currently doing this program with the sick women of Europe here. <laughs> Everybody's feeling a little under the weather. Yeah. But you're powering through. You're doing well, it for the folks our, at home. We got our sexy cold voices going. Oh, that's scary. right. We should Less do a bunch of ASMR me. stuff. <laughs> do you guys have any feathers you can run over the, the microphone? <laughs> I think we should save that for a different type of podcast. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> for the yeah. Patreon when we yeah. do it. When we, yeah, okay. <laughs> Adults only. No, cool. just kidding. <laughs> Catherine, what is our first snooze item of the evening? File under snooze dossier type, henges, stony, and otherwise. Ooh, curious. 
serious. Dateline, this is possibly the freshest snooze we've ever had. Dateline, yesterday. three days ago. Good <laughs> shot. <laughs> All right. This is practically kicking. This is... This is not very snoozy. It's not... It kind of goes against it, but I think but once you okay, hear the story... Okay. I'm excited. You'll be uh, delighted, I think. This comes to us from walesonline.co.uk. Mm-hmm. Ancient bluestone stolen from Presley Hills was found being used as a garden feature 10 miles away. The stones were used to form part of historic monument Stonehenge, and someone filmed two men digging up, digging one up in West Wales and putting it in their car boot. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> Police say an ancient bluestone that was stolen from the Presley Hills was, was discovered being used as a garden feature 10 miles down the road. The stolen rock, which is believed to be have spiritual and healing powers, and is the same type... Uh, that's found at ancient English monument Stonehenge was taken from, and then we get into some Welsh names here. So apologies to our Welsh friends. Mean o'clock do. And if you think that I'm being funny, I'm not. M-Y-N-A-C-H-L-O-G dash D-D-U. They are into their consonants. They like it. They like it. And I know that they're sort of, not unlike Gaelic, uh, the way that it looks like it sounds definitely is not how it it sounds. Not how it sounds. Was taken from Mina Clog Du at around 3 p.m. on Sunday, December 29th. Officers from Defid Powys Police managed to trace the culprits after a witness recorded the theft and captured the registration number of the car used during the incident. After reviewing CCTV, two men could be seen digging the stone up and putting it in the boot of their car. Additional footage from the witness, which shows the car's registration, allowed officers to trace the suspect's home address in Narberth, where a large rock could be seen in the front garden. (laughs) (laughs) These are really bad robbers. Yeah, so... Clearly not the thing, and not the guy who stole the golden toilet. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Uh so many weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Police seized the stone, and it was subsequently returned to a chapel, which had taken, which has taken ownership of it. That's curious. Hmm. Uh, Inspector uh, Ruben Palin of Defit Powers Police said. While we are aware that bluestone is regularly taken from the Presley area, it is not easy to find out who is taking it or where it is going. Mm-hmm. They have a video of the men and the car license number. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think they're saying that before. this oh. is like the exception to the rule. Mm. This case was quite unusual in that there was actually a witness to the theft who swiftly started mm. filming while the stone was dug up and put into a car. While it might not seem like taking bluestone is causing any harm, it is in fact illegal, Inspector Palin added. In the past, we have had people taking bluestone for the spiritual and healing property it is believed to possess, and in this case, a large stone was taken for decoration purposes. We urge visitors to the area to respect the area and not to remove anything for personal or financial gain. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they stole a piece of rock. So apparently, if you are living in Wales, you need to be up on your rock law. Yeah, is what it comes down to. Well, I guess like Stonehenge is one of those. Isn't it a wonder of the world? No, wonder, uh, is it an ancient it, wonder? It is. It one is a, a, definitely a, um, a listed heritage. It's got to be top sorry. top ten mm. wonders, right? Even if it didn't make the eight. Yeah. Because only the pyramids remain from the ancient wonders. 
Okay. I believe. Okay. Pyramids. All right. Can we name them? Pyramids. Temple of Zeus. Hanging, Hanging Gardens, Gardens of Babylon. Yeah. The uh, Alexandria Lighthouse. Mm. The statue of somebody uh, across the straits. The giant mm. statue of the Achilles, maybe something like that. Honestly, I didn't know there was a like. I know. Okay, I don't know the ancient ones. I guess I know the. Now the modern, modern ones would be ones. all right. Let's throw out some modern ones. Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal's gotta be right. And then the piece, the Leaning Tower of Pizza. Pizza. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's great. <laughs> pizza. <laughs> great Wall of China. Yeah. Maybe. Wouldn't that be ancient though? That's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty out there with Stonehenge. Should we place bets on when the Great Wall of China was built? Mm, not that. Old. I want to say so. Ancient I feel would it be was like BC. I think it's more thirteen hundreds. Okay, twelve hundreds. Okay, because I think it was to keep the Mongols out, and that was the Chinggis Khan heyday. Mm. I think somewhere around there. Mm. You might, but I mean, sure. I'm going to go for BC. Okay, you're going to go BC. Cause yeah. it, so ancient implies BC, right? I think so. It's got to be before zero. I feel so. All right. Um, I'm going to go with BC. Okay. Modern wonders. This is what people want to hear. I know. Not some stones that got robbed for garden decoration. Okay, so we <laughs> Spiritual got- robbed. Spiritual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might be catching the moon energies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so Seven Wonders of the Ancient World, Great Pyramid of Giza. Uh, Classic classic wonder, right? Wonderful. Full of wonder. Check out Pyramid Scheme coming soon (laughs) with Tom and Justin. Shameless plug. Yeah, right. Might as well get it in there. We just just signed the contract today. Colossus of Rhodes. Mm. That's the, the statue, the straddling statue. Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Lighthouse of Alexandria. Mausoleum at... Helicarnassus, which I believe has, there are chunks of that in the British Museum. I think we saw the, uh, some of the facade. Statue of Zeus at Olympia and Temple of Artemis at Ephesus. Okay. Wait, so the Temple of Zeus is real? Yeah. Not just from Hercules, right, where... Pegasus comes down yeah, and lightning yeah, strikes oh, the statue. Oh, that's a real statue. That was at the time. Oh, now it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. Oh, shit. But yeah, that was a real, that's the crazy. real deal. Oh, I want to see that. Uh, so, Wonders of the Middle Ages. Oh. Catacomb of Kam el Sokafa, located in Alexandria. I'm intrigued. We'll look it up. Sure. We'll, we'll snooze it later, right? Okay. Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Great Wall of China. Okay. Mm. So, Middle Ages. We will open that link in a moment to see times. Uh, Hagia Sophia in Istanbul. Yeah. Uh, Leading Tower of Pisa. Nice. Mm. Porcelain Tower of Nanjing. Mm. People's Republic of China. Never heard of. I'm sure it's beautiful. Stonehenge in Mm. Wiltshire. Mm. Other sites included on other lists. Cairo Citadel, Clooney Abbey, Eli Cathedral, and Taj Mahal. Ely Cathedral. Mm-hmm. Do you know what this is? Yes. I what do you got? Give me the deets. We need it. I don't really remember. Okay. It's very nice. Okay. <laughs> it's in the UK? Yes. Okay. Thumbs up from Sherlock. <laughs> very nice. It's like I didn't watch Cats. And it sucked. <laughs> two paws down for Cats. Two thumbs up for Ely Cathedral. Ely Cathedral. Definitely. So we're looking at Great Wall of China. 
most of the well-known sections of the wall were built by the Ming Dynasty, 1368. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Right. Yeah. All right. We well, got to the bottom of that. Done, Justin. Mm. Thank you very much. We'll be on point with your history. Yeah. That's uh, what they come for, you know? <laughs> I wouldn't be saying it if it wasn't 100% accurate, right? right? <clears throat> anyway, so these rock st- thieves. Rock uh, thieves. D- do we have any further thoughts about this? A lot of... Why would these rocks be... Protected? I mean, they, they're not even, they didn't even sell them. So clearly it's the spiritual. Yeah, I guess it's um, an area of, like, I don't know, outstanding beauty and like interest in history and blah, blah, mm. especially if they're considered to be spiritual. And you said they're owned now by a chapel. You yeah, said, that's, you said that's odd, but I don't think it's odd at all because I think like old, um, Mm, like religious sites were then kind of, you know, pagan sites were um, usurped and then reused by. Yeah, uh, no, that makes sense. Yeah. I think it's odd that they are usurping in the modern sense because the the way I read the story is they went out to this park, mm. this protected area, dug up this stone. And took it home. And took it home. And then the church sweeps in in their uh, probably black Cadillacs or something like that. Um, mm. Men in black. Yeah, guns and everything. Uh, yeah. The bishop. You've yeah. all seen Monty Python, right? Yeah. The bishop shows up and he's like, Kicks we'll take off. that. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah. And uh, that's what I think is happening. They are they're taking it now. I, th- I think they didn't have it. And they're well, like, they, bluestone on the market. Sure, their only interest would have been because they owned it anyway or owned the site or whatever or... Maybe. Yeah. Are you looking at that shadowy yeah. figure out in the front? <laughs> I was wondering sorry. what was going <laughs> Sorry, Catherine. We totally like, spaced out on you, but what? there was some black shadow being, again, it's nighttime. Alone around. Everybody, we're, yeah, in we're the murk. Reykjavik, and yeah. <laughs> the next storm that's hitting. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it just someone being blown across the road? I think it was I garbage. Think it was a piece, okay. it was a, a piece of a, a brown paper bag or something just flying around the yard. So, and I so, thought I thought it was a cat, like you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Normally it is. Cats. Normally it is. <laughs> anyway, Catherine, sorry, sorry to space out on you. Very unprofessional from the snooze desk over here. Because <laughs> yeah, right, we are top professionals. <laughs> yeah. BBC ready. Give us a call anytime, lords and ladies. Uh, all right, so we're done with this, right? Mm. I think we can all agree so that they were uh, bad thieves. Rock laws, I mean, are, yeah, yeah, for like, like what, garden design. They got their license it? plate got caught. Like they just—I don't think they knew. I how would you know. know? Do you know how many rocks here are illegal? No. Well, I mean, if they're digging it up from a a, a heritage site such yeah. as the Stonehenge, I yeah. think they should know better. Listen, I need that rock to be in henge form, and then I'll give a shit. You know, like. <laughs> But if it's just our rock, just this is the rock the henge is made from. It's like, well, I don't know. There the must have block. been some coasted information there. <laughs> <laughs> if it's an, you know, it's like a site. They have the whole area roped off. Yeah. With like yellow caution Why tape. Why not? <laughs> Red hot People only th- take things they're not supposed to. So if everyone's willing, you know, allowed to take it, no one's going to go steal it. Do uh, we're, how, how are we voting on Bluestone? Do, is it worth, would you put it in your garden, Shrishma? Yes, as long as the church doesn't chase after me to take them away. Yeah, you don't want them on your I tail. Don't, I'm, I'm okay. Sherlock, would you put this in your garden? Mm, yeah, I like a lump of rock. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I'm, I'm partial. I think we are all agreed as long as the church stays out of it. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. As long as it's from a legitimate source. You don't want some bluestone that fell off the back of a truck, right? Mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Catherine, what is our next snooze item? 
file under snooze dossier type the moon energy filled and otherwise just say yesterday or day before yesterday was the full moon mm. and it was amazing wolfman well we saw it very briefly because of the weather that mm. we had but it was the wolf moon in cancer what does that mean i Ooh. don't know <laughs> <laughs> i'm cancerian i'm intrigued now exactly so Not that i believe in this but shit, i really but. felt the i mean there was a lot of emotions going on during this time so yeah 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 okay you feel it in, you feel it inside yeah 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 okay definitely high high emotion period okay that wasn't just amsterdam right no yeah right (laughs) it's because the moon was out guys okay Okay. sure simple sure simple it's just energy simple energies it's hard science high flux energy high flux i don't know what that means but yeah i'm speaking of words Mm -hmm. now (laughs) you like the word flux because it has an accent i I do too i know exactly where you're coming from (laughs) sciencealert.com reporting dateline yeah, like a month ago. Okay. Eh. Fireball. <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> We're Catherine. being unsnoozy with our snooze. Catherine's totally <laughs> dismissing the snoozy <laughs> snooze right. factor of the snooze. <laughs> Would you rather it be November? <laughs> yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> it's better than too the fresh. last one, which was three days. That's I mean, true. <laughs> but it was well worth it, right? Taste. Yeah, totally. I mean, we talked about rocks for a solid fifteen twenty there. <laughs> Um. Okay. Fireball spotted over Australian desert may have been r- super rare mini moon. Mini moon. Mm, Michelle Star reporting for Science Alert. Puntercom. What? Punter. The punter. It's uh yeah it's Icelandic for. Oh okay. Yeah, all okay, right. Okay. Sorry. Reporting to you live from. I mean, this is all Reykjavik, about a mini moon. So yeah. <laughs> let's go. Listen, align your chakras and get ready. Okay, they're aligned. Balance your mm. your humors and let's learn about the mini moon. Sure. Fireballs explode, and I feel like I should give give more uh, more oomph to this. Yeah. Fireballs explode in Earth's atmosphere all the time, usually unremarkably. And a fireball that exploded over the Australian desert in 2016. Hey, that's pretty snoozy, all right? Years ago. Okay. Might have been mistaken for any other bolide, as one does. I mean, bolides all day. I can't tell you how many. (laughs) I'm bolide right now, but anyway. Non-progressive people feel like all bolides look the same, and it's. It's just a shame, right? I oh, feel like not we, to be confused with mini moons. No, mm, no, clearly, don't do it. Okay, if not, okay. So, uh, might have been mistaken for any other bolide, if not for a network of cameras monitoring the sky to search for just such events. It was thanks to images taken by these cameras, called the Desert Fireball Network. Uh, okay, that astronomers were able to ascertain the fireball was no ordinary exploding mm, space rock. Dum, dum, dum. Oh, this was the most exciting day ever for the Desert Fireball Network conglomerate. That, like that team, they were like, we got one, guys. This, is, <laughs> this makes it all worthwhile. We got all these cameras out here. I've been watching for years. Yeah, why? I why mean, specifically the desert out well, there? What's... what's We'll see. Instead, velocity uh, data revealed the rock had probably been in orbit around Earth before meeting its fiery end, a phenomenon known as a temporarily captured orbiter, or colloquially, a mini-moon. 
There was a whole bunch of rocks out there zipping past Earth, so it stands to reason that some of them are going to penetrate the atmosphere at some point. So basically, okay, continue. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't you finished? (laughs) Most of these end up as bolides, a meteor that explodes in midair before it can reach the ground. Mm -hmm. This is because, now this is oddly written, we've thrown this into parentheses, so... This is because scientists think high-pressure air in front of the falling meteor seeps into the cracks in the rock, increasing internal pressure and causing the rock to break apart. But every now and again, one of these asteroids gets captured in Earth's orbit for a little while. Not often, though. According to a supercomputer simulation published in 2012, Super Snooze, involving 10 million virtual asteroids, only 18,000 got captured in Earth orbit. Mind you, those were imaginary asteroids we're talking about. Just a simulation. Don't worry about it. Okay. We're not sure exactly how many asteroids are out there close to Earth. Estimates put the number in the millions, but as of 30th November 2019, Ooh. only 21,495 have been discovered. That's a pretty, that sounds like That's an accurate number. number. Right. I feel like that must be true. And these are orbiting us? Or they're mini so. moons? That's because they're small and very hard to see, and this detection difficulty also extends to mini moons. We've detected temporary moons around other planets. Jupiter is particularly adept at Mm mini-moon capture. But here on Earth, mini-moon detections are extremely rare. So here the definition of moon is basically something that is consistently in the orbit of Earth. Or it's orbiting Earth for a prolonged period of time. Right. For crashing and burning. Right. That's fair, I guess. That's not my definition of the moon. What would would you... What do you want it to be? We only have one, one and only moon out there. Okay, <laughs> don't get me confused with all these little ones. <laughs> it's so throwing, just, throwing off my energies, just, <laughs> just for organizational sake. That's why everything is chaos, <laughs> right? Yeah, oh, the all these other moons are throwing it off. Uh, let's <sighs> see. There's a good reason these objects are interesting. <laughs> Please tell us. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> Sending spacecraft to asteroids Save is time-consuming and costly and involves some pretty vast distances. If there were an asteroid just hanging around orbiting Earth for a bit, it would be much easier to get to. It's obviously not possible to send a, space, a spacecraft to a rock that has exploded in the atmosphere. <laughs> Clearly. Well, obviously. <laughs> but we can study these bolides to try to figure out how and why some asteroids get captured in Earth orbit. In this respect, the team reports that there's a lot more work to be done. Mm. Oh, here we get a quote from the team. We find that the prob- the probable capture time, capture velocity, capture, semi-major axis, capture, brackets, near-Earth object, unbrackets, group, and capture mechanism. These guys have a real hard on for capture, you guys. Mm. It's a really big deal for them. <laughs> All very annually with most captures according <laughs> occurring during Earth's aphelion or perihelion they write in their paper cool so, so th- can you start can you tell me the the, <laughs> the title of this article again fireball spotted over australian desert may have been super rare mini moon it's like a very like misleading uh, <laughs> article title yeah because basically, like, it might have been, it might not have been, and then it captured a bunch of shit. Can we, I guess the real news here is that there's a desert fireball network. Yeah, mm, yeah. that is, I that think is so. news. Let's find out who I they are. I focus on that. Okay. <laughs> okay. And this is the Australian desert or all deserts? Well, yeah, it looks Australian. We have an Australian tag. So, desert fireball network. Do you want to know the web address? Sure. Fire- www. 
Fireballsinthesky.com. <laughs> okay, let's see if they have an about or something like that. A ball they do. Do they have a... Um, um, they have a spot where you can report a fireball. <laughs> My balls on well, fire. I've been no, I've been known, I've been known. Oh, I can't finish that sentence. Yeah, go on. <laughs> you, you, what? You, what? Yeah, Where on, would man. you be going with that? Where would I be going with that? <laughs> I've been called a fireball in my day. Oh, oh okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fireballs in the Sky is the award-winning outreach and citizen science program that connects the public with the research of the Desert Fireball Network. Based at Curtin University in Perth, Australia. These Australians. Together with NASA. Oh, they threw NASA in there. The research project is expanding to become a global fireball observatory that aims to understand the early workings to the solar system by studying meteorites, fireballs, and their pre-Earth orbits. And so on and so forth. You can download their app if you want to. So, Can we join their network? I wonder, you want to go out looking for Yeah, them? why not? Fireball Maybe alert? Maybe we could, like, do some... We can... Re- so, are... Um, isn't the Northern Lights technically, like, a fireball? Because it's a spark it's, from the no, sun. It's just, it's particles, not, oh. like, a lump of rock. Ionized oh, particles. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. It's a... It's a hmm. Energy from Charged. the sun. Yeah. Don't call particles. up com. <laughs> Don't, don't register the Northern Lights when you see them. They don't want to hear they it. They don't want to hear it. They're about like, it. if it's okay. not a fucking rock in space, I don't want to hear about it. They don't want to hear about it. Okay. These guys are pretty hardcore about gotcha. it. Gotcha. Uh, they've secured the domain name. You know, they do, you take them seriously. <laughs> I mean, they might be what saves us when, you know, all these fireballs start coming at I one mean, time. You could go up against them, right? You could just have balls in the sky. <laughs> dot com. <laughs> I mean, can we? All right, hold on. Let, just, just I, I'm just gonna look grape. it up. What classic ball, Sherlock? Ballsinthesky.com. Let's see what it's happens. Available. That's gonna bring up some very questionable, interesting. You don't pages. know. Let's let's have some faith in humanity. Ballsinthesky.com. Never enter. Oh, the site can't be reached. Oh. IP address could not be found. We might be able to buy a ball. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Maybe that's the new name of the show, guys. <laughs> Because you never know what you right. get. <laughs> we'll check back. Catherine, if I, if I buy you ballsinthesky.com, will you make a website for it? Yeah, I will be all over it. Okay, you know what? <laughs> all right. Lady Catherine, what is our next snooze item for the evening? Bylander, snooze dossier type, Egypt, ancient, and otherwise. Personal favorite. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. Slate.com reporting. This is a legitimate news site, right? Hopeful here. Dateline. Uh, About two months ago. Mm. A little snoozier than the previous uh, items. My apologies, Catherine. We'll go deeper. We'll go back to the (laughs) 20s if we have to. To satisfy you. The Nefertiti bust meets the 21st century when a German museum lost its fight over 3D printing files of the 3,000-year-old artwork, it made a strange decision, reports Michael Weinberg. Now, we're, we, we're talking Nefertiti, the famous beautiful bust of mm-hmm. the beautiful lady, right? You were in Berlin recently, Trishma. Yes. I'm sure you went to go see her. Sure, I no. Mean, yeah, it's the most... <laughs> 
barely saw that Berlin Wall. <laughs> you probably drove by it, right? Probably. probably. And One it of probably those museums really nice. and that we passed by. Do you know what I'm talking about or do you need to see a photograph? No, I think I can see it okay, in okay. my head. Big yeah. uh, Beyonce style yeah. hat, right? Yeah. Basically Beyonce. And it was, it was, it had, it was, it's being held by the Germans. Let's see. How do you? I mean, in vintage archaeological terms, it was pilfered by the Germans mm. and held. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. kind of sounds like gentle. You know, uh, well, no, I was actually thinking more like World War Two kind of. Like, oh, like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. It seemed like the perfect digital heist. The Nefertiti bust, created in 1345 BC. That's an ancient wonder if okay. I've ever heard one. Yep. Like, that's way back there. Yep. Is the most famous work in the collection of Berlin's Neues Museum. The museum has long prohibited visitors from taking any kinds of photographs of its biggest attraction. What the fuck? So you are going to go to Egypt. And you're going to steal a very lovely bust. bust yeah. And you're not going to let people take photographs of it. When did they steal it? Mm, I don't know if we're going to get that information. I'm going to look it up. Discovered 6th of December, 1912. Mm -hmm. So that's a real golden age of everybody's in Egypt stealing everything. Mm, In Africa in general. Plundering. Yeah. Plundering. The golden age of imperialism. (laughs) European imperialism. Yeah. Nonetheless, in 2016, two trench coat wearing artists managed to smuggle an entire 3D scanning rig into the room with the bust and produce a perfect digital replica, which they then shared with the world. Mm, Amazing. Can I just say, these robbers and these these heist artists, they're really creative about how they want to do shit. Yeah. Like, there's a career choice here that we can make. Mm. Is there anything in Iceland worth stealing? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Not at all. Uh, so, okay. It's like, <laughs> yeah, a lot of rocks. That's, I mean, that's a lot of rocks. <laughs> we could just make up our like this. Not bluestone rock. though. Hey, they do have a uh, dragon glass. Obsidian? They have obsidian. Obsidian. Yeah, okay. We could sell that. Just lying around. Exactly. But if you package it in the right way, this sounds like a great future episode. Let's find the nicest thing made of obsidian in Iceland and yeah. then plot out how we're, we're going to steal it, right? Or sell it. Well, you, you need a fence, right? Because they're openly available. So we just pick up some obsidian on oh, you the just side wanna, of the road. You just want to go rock hunting. Right. And then oh, we just okay. sell it online. Like, you don't want to do a heist? Oh, we could do a heist. I mean, just for fun. Yeah, just to for make kicks. it interesting. Yeah. At least that was their story. Shortly after their big reveal, a number of experts began to raise questions. After examining the digital file, they concluded that the quality of the scan was simply too high to have been produced by the camera under a trench coat operation described by the artists. Ooh, inside job. Right? In fact, they concluded the scan could only have been produced by someone with prolonged access to the Nefertiti bust itself. In other words, this wasn't a heist. This was a leak. There we go. Well, yeah. or it could have been uh, they might have hacked hacked the security footage and like you know gone you know. So you're thinking a, a composite from yeah from, from secu- video yeah, security that they video. Would have got. I mean, clearly they're tech savvy. Yeah, you think that you have the resolution to pull that off? I think so. It sounds like this was a very complete scan. I think so. Okay. I mean, all it takes is like hacking the uh, security system for this museum, which yeah. I don't see it being so high. <laughs> when you have people hacking, you know, Love government websites. Okay. 
uh, and you know all that. I mean, people hack everything. That's true. Anonymous might have you know, gotten in. Got to look let's at give it. Everyone, everyone needs to see this bust. Such a lovely bust. Color me intrigued. Right. I'm ready. Right. Just show me the bust. Let me see. All right. So, that's Catherine, you got think. any any input? So far, you want to hear more? I want to hear more. One of the first experts to begin the, to question the story of the Nefertiti scan was the artist Cosmo Wenman. Once Wenman realized that the scan must have come from the museum itself, he set about getting his own copy and making it public. Everybody wants a piece of this Ooh. bust. Mm. He initiated the German equivalent of a FOIA request. The Neues Museum is state-owned. His request kicked off a three-year legal odyssey. The museum never quite clarified its relation to the scans, but earlier this week, Wenman released the files he received from the museum online for anyone to download. And there's a link here. So if you need the scan, it's out wow. there. Okay. So we can see this, the 3D image? I think so. 3D image? I'll click the link. It's just taking me to ballsinthesky.com. <laughs> no, it's taking <laughs> him into right, the back to balls in the sky. <laughs> the 3D vi- version is a perfect replica of the original 3,000-year-old bust with one exception. The Noise Museum etched a copyright license into the bottom of the bust itself, claiming the authority to restrict how people might use the file. So I guess my question is... What, in the, in the, the actual bust? Actual bust? Yeah. What did I... Sorry, I stopped listening. They can't... <laughs> Copyright? Thanks for dropping in, Trishma. It's okay. Oh, it's, <laughs> yeah. I thought my, my theory was pretty solid. So I didn't You're like, I'm going to take the I'm rest done. of the segment off. Did my part. <laughs> Good night. Uh, yeah, so the, well, I guess we're questioning whether or not they actually put a copyright into the, the actual artifact. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or into the file somehow. Must just be the file. Yeah. Must be I the file. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Mm. Uh, the Noise Museum chose to use a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, share-alike license. Well, that was kind of them since mm-hmm. they stole it. If the museum actually owned a copyright here, the license would give you permission to use the file under three conditions. One, that you give the museum attribution. <laughs> no, I will not do that. <laughs> Two, did not use it for commercial purposes. And three, allowed other people to make use of your version. Failing to comply with those requirements would mean that you would be infringing on the museum's copyright. That is insane. First of all, they stole that shit. They just stole it. And then they're going to copyright it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We, we own this. <laughs> Didn't they miss a trick, like, with the headline on this? Couldn't it be, like, bust? Bust? Bust. <laughs> Nefertiti or bust? You know? <laughs> Nefertiti's Nefertata's busted. And, all right. Let us know. What do you guys think? <laughs> Info at the sorepod.com. Right. <laughs> Give us a titillating, nefertitillating title to the article. Uh, but those rules only matter if the institution imposing them actually has an enforceable copyright if the file being licensed is not protected. Okay, this is a lot I of mean, copyright rules. a lot rule. of stuff. Like Fuck for someone that. who stole the information and created it, like, first of all, it was stolen and then it was stolen again. And uh, I like I'd like to think and I think in my mind, I'm going to log this story away as just a couple of guys wearing trench coats with a 3D camera, <laughs> like mm-hmm. sneaking around, like pushing aside <laughs> yeah. families, you know, like, yeah. sorry, we still, I can't interrupt the scan here. And just uh, but don't they have security checks in these museums where like they like search what people are taking in? I think 
Well, you know, you've been to a museum, right? You can take photos in there. So probably I'm going to imagine uh, it would have been great if you had checked this out for us to let us yeah, know. But I next mean, you, time. you were just driving by it. So it's not a big deal. But <laughs> I'm assuming this is in its own private room. Yeah. And that you are not, you know, it is taboo to take the camera out in that room is what I would guess because they want to have it. Interesting. So are we saying completely. it's kind of like it was a uh, uh, 3D printer kind of strapped under the trench coat? <laughs> yes, what I'm so so I, mean, I thought it, was- it didn't get picked up in security because it wasn't in a bag or a backpack or something like that. They literally had it kind of strapped under the themselves, and then they just flashed or, and kind of just. Or what is it? What does the camera even? Lo- <laughs> Catherine just did a, for the Sorry. folks at home, Catherine just did a little dance. Jiggle. Okay. Buster bust. <laughs> um, I don't even know how to come back from that. So, so if you are going through security and you're just like, yeah, that's my camera. And even though it's a 3D camera, people are like, this is security's like, this is a suspect looking camera. It was presuming that this type of camera looks mildly different from a normal two-dimensional camera. There's one extra dimension involved, right? Mm. So it's got to look somewhat different. But you're like, yeah, it's just a new, it's new technology. Mm. If I'm a security guard, I'm just like, all right, whatever. I mean, you know, I like, figure it would you even just be an app on your phone now. Like, You think so? I, I think so. Should we hmm. make a search engine? And, yeah. All right. 3D camera or 3D, 3D images. Camera. I'm kind of thinking it's got to involve like a, a steady tripod and lasers and stuff. Clone. I think so. Clone 3D scanner on the App Store. Clone with a Q, the all in one tool for 3D scanning. We have made it easy and fast to do a 3D scan real objects using your phone's camera, modify them in app, and seamlessly export the results oh, in many see? platforms. Shoot. Like, is it clone? Face, like it's a 3D face app or 3D scanner. I mean, clearly, it's all possible. So it's all... It's all possible on your little mm, iPhone. Now it is, yeah. So, but when did this, oh, when this, did this scan three months ago. occur? This was... Uh, there was a three-year legal battle. Oh. So, 2016? Yes, 2016. Two trench coat wearing artists. Mm. <laughs> just, trench coat wearing artists. Just keep it as keep it as that. <laughs> A couple guys in trench coats. 2016. Living their best life. Yeah. The most important part too is that adding these restrictions runs. Oh my god, we're still. This is the last paragraph. Like we skipped like five paragraphs of copyright law. <laughs> We're encountered the entire mission of museums. Museums do not hold our shared cultural heritage so that they can become gatekeepers. Thank you, article. They hold our shared cultural heritage as stewards in order to make sure we have access to our collective history. Mm, that's true. Etching scary legal words in the bottom of a work in your collection in the hopes of scaring people away from engaging with it is the opposite of that. So that is that impl- did. What? That's crazy. That's I take offense to that. That's did. fucking demented. So would they have done it on like the other works of art on display in different museums? it's possible that's crazy well i know so when dr girlfriend and i were in london this past summer looking at the da vinci Mm. uh notebook collection Mm. at the queen's gallery king edward the seventh seventh maybe (laughs) put his little insignia his regal insignia in the corner of every one of those pages wow uh so it's happened. It's not without precedent, yeah. mm-hmm. but it is. It does seem a little, a little needy, a little grabby. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
we're gonna we'll dig deeper into whether okay. or not they copy yeah. that, but that's annoying. Sure. Catherine, what's the next snooze topic? File under snooze dossier type, treasure buried and otherwise. Oh yeah, this is good. Okay. MNN.com Mother Nature Network. That's what oh, that means. Okay. Good. Legitimate news source, sure. everybody. Don't question. It's not nice to fool with Mother Nature, Mother Nature. right? Yep. Dateline. God, I got to stop blowing the microphone. <laughs> Dateline. Oh, this is kind of... Fr- Catherine, I'm sorry. This is like two days ago. Sorry. Oh, sorry. What? <laughs> the disgust. Gold bar found in Mexico City Park was an Aztec treasure looted by conquistadors. Wow. The artifact was probably dropped by conquistadors. The artifact was probably dropped by conquistadors as they fled from the city, reports Brian Nelson. Imagine strolling through a popular city park and having a glint of gold catch your eye and discovering an ancient gold bar half buried in the dirt. This is a dream come true, right? That would have been shit. That's my dream. (laughs) Apparently, this can happen to you in Mexico City. Back in 1981, okay, 81. okay, now we're talking. <laughs> oh, now it's yeah. getting snoozy. <laughs> now our ears perked up. One fortunate construction worker who was excavating for a new building along the Alameda, a picturesque park in the heart of the Mexican capital, caught such a glint. There in the dirt was a gold bar. Now, nearly 40 years later, that lucky find has been confirmed by archaeologists to be a lost item from Montezuma's stolen treasure. Reports fizz.org. In fact, Mexico's National Institute of Anthropology and History, or INAH, INA. Wow, Mexico has an Institute of Natural what? Uh, of Anthropology and History. Okay. Oh, yeah, they got people there. Okay. They know. Okay. Recently performed specialized x rays, 40, 40 years, slow down, which definitively demonstrate not only that the bullion was ancient Aztec treasure, but that it was likely dropped by Spanish conquistadors who stole the loot and were being chased from the city by Aztec warriors. How the fuck would they know that that is what happened? I mean, they're the ANIAH. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, one of the clumsier conquistadors. <laughs> we, it was coated like they found it covered in butter or something like that. Yeah. Oops. Like a bar of soap in the shower. Oh, man. We got to get out of here. Let's go. Leave who it. Who found it? And who um, was so nice enough to return it to this agency to make this assessment? That's a great question. Because <clears throat> had I found it... <laughs> This is okay. This is interesting. I'd be wearing it. You know. So the night that the conquistadors were chased away, the event was known as Noche Triste or Sad Sad Night. Night. Hmm. On June thirtieth, fifteen twenty. That's super. That's the snooziest we've been yet. (laughs) Wow. Hernan Cortez and the Spanish conquistadors slaughtered Aztec priests and nobles in Tenochtitlan. The Aztec capital grabbed as much loot as they could carry and took off running. While they fled, the Aztecs hunted them down like the dogs that they were. Mm. That's my own opining there. This gold bar was one of two known to have been dropped during the Conquistador retreat, the other being a gold bar that sank 500 years ago in the canals of Tenochtitlan. Here's the thing. How much did they actually get away with, though? The Conquistadors. That, that's the that's the better question. Proceeded to systematically pilfer the Aztec emperor's treasurer, effectively holding him hostage. 
tension accumulated among the Aztecs amid this chaos, and they attacked the conquistadors, causing them to flee with whatever they could carry. Mm. That's when this gold bar was dropped. So I can imagine these bozos with like their shirts pulled yeah, out, you know, like <laughs> loaded down, like running with sort of like a. Um, if you've ever seen DuckTales, Treasure of the Lost yes. Lamp, the character Dijon, when he yeah. goes into Scrooge McDuck's vault filled with gold and jewels, he's, he's filled Pulling his hammer his pants. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> full, full of gold. Have you ever watched uh, DuckTales? Ooh, God. You got to hit it, Duck Catherine. DuckTales. Ooh. Ooh, that's so hard. <laughs> Please don't. Ooh. That's not selling it for you? No. Should do it one more time. See if it... <laughs> I don't know the whole song. I just know that part. Okay. <laughs> Life is like a hurricane oh. here in Duckburg. DuckTales. You got to check it out. We're going to make you watch every episode. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Montezuma was killed and Cortez's men ultimately escaped. They returned a year later to lay siege and so on and so forth. It's a tragic bit of history, but one that is solemnly remembered as a pivotal moment in America's story of colonization. This gold bar can now be a token of this event to help archaeologists piece together this story using more than just records left behind by the Spanish conquerors, which is got to be one-sided, I have to imagine. Anyway, to answer your question, there is no answer to your question oh, about yes. who... Just uh, somebody strolling. So this article was basically about them finding a piece of, like a slab of gold. Yeah. That may or may not have been dropped. Found it 40 years ago, almost. Mm. And now they've finally decided to take a look at it and have determined this is what the deal is. Yeah, I mean, how is that taking And this so is MotherNature.com? This is Mother Mother Nature New Mother Nature Network. <laughs> okay, and there's no like hoard value. I mean, in the UK, for example, when they kind of dig up a hoard of gold from whatever period in mm. history, generally the finder, if it's on public land, oh, well, I can't remember the rule. Anyway, whatever. Hand it over. Yeah, yeah, they got to hand it over. Okay, but they get a slice of the value. Oh, nice. Yeah. A little premium. Ooh. Yeah. A finder's fee. Finders. Yeah, because you get a lot of people going out there with um like metal the detectors. The detectorists. Yeah. Yeah. I've, seen, I've seen the program. Yeah. yeah. Classic. Mm. And we now send you over to Catherine Sherlock with the Sauropod Shipping Report. Catherine. Good evening. Mopato. 12 and 14, with a low of minus 7. The cook would like to know if anyone has seen his scouring pad. These crusty pots aren't going to scrape themselves, you know. Kochi, fog at 14, with upper winds at low 47. Should we find a whale to process, please remember to gather the meltings in a metal bin rather than trying to wash them down the drain. Our plumbing, not unlike the Great Barrier Reef, is fragile. Gothenburg, sleety with a chance of partial sleep. The captain would ask that you disregard any old Cuban men being towed in small boats by large fish as they are merely contemplating their philosophy of manhood and are preparing to have their dreams killed by sharks. Grizzly A1, A2, A1, 2, 3 and 4 To the person responsible for polishing the brass reeling knobs, I am still unable to see my face in them. Please try again. Sevastopol Snow all goddamn day. Sorry. Waves proceeding at a leisurely pace. Not a bounding mane, but rather a mane that is strolling. Brindisi. 637-5309. 
coastal waters gently lapping the shore like ocean and sand on date night. Sapporo, clouds at 457, leaning to 458. All Coast Guard rescue teams are cautioned to get plenty of sleep, but not so much sleep that they wake up exhausted, needing a nap. Galveston, 999999999. Please make the captain aware that if you spot an iceberg, he would like his picture taken with it. St. Augustine, <coughs> water is everywhere, but we're pretty sure that's how it's supposed to be. Also, 79. These figures brought to you by Brunswick Harpoons. When you really need to stick it to them, do it with a Brunswick. Tamarindo. If six was nine, I don't mind. I don't mind. The Kelp Highway has been closed due to congestion from exits one to 94. The closure is indefinite in that no one knows how long it will take to pave the ocean. Catherine Sherlock, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Catherine. Pleasure. What is our next and final topic for the evening for the snooze? Firelander, snooze dossier type, aliens, visiting, and otherwise. Oh, this is a new category for the snooze. Okay, this is exciting. Uh, this is. You know they created the pyramids. Possibly. The ramp would be too long. That's all I'm going to say about it. The ramp would be too long. <laughs> Pyramid scheme with Tom and Justin coming there soon to the sword box. Shameless. All right. <laughs> You're welcome, Tom. Indeed. <laughs> this is from the Washington Post, you guys. This okay, is real. This is legit news. news. Okay. Dateline. Uh, like four months ago, you wow. guys. Come on. It's pretty... <laughs> In December 2017, two videos emerged. Oh, I'm sorry. I should give you the headline. Those UFO videos are real, the Navy says. But please stop saying UFO. Hmm. In December 2017, two videos emerged that showed Navy pilots encountering mysterious spherical objects that appeared at first glance to move through the air in ways that baffled experts. A third, released in March 2018, depicted a similar encounter. Everyone who watched, including the pilots who filmed them, had the same question. What exactly are these things? So, these things, we know, there was no, they couldn't identify them, right? Mm-hmm. So, they were un- unidentifiable. Mm-hmm. And then they saw them up in the air. What height? Moving around. Uh, we might find out, mm. uh, but probably, I guess you could say, you almost call it flying. <laughs> and then they were, uh, things, objects. right? Objects. Object. Yeah. Right. Ooh. So mm. just, just to sure. throw that out there last week, a Navy official publicly called these mysterious objects, unidentified aerial phenomena or UAPs giving name to the inscrutable little dots and reigniting scrutiny around the unidentified flying objects, a term the Navy does not want to use, even though the objects that are flying cannot be identified. (laughs) (laughs) The Navy designates the objects contained in these videos as unidentified aerial phenomena. Oh my God, Joseph (laughs) Gratish. Do we have the videos? Can we see them? Um, But wasn't there like this very recent, like last year, there was this whole like... um, thing around area 51 like people raided it storm area 51 area 51 yeah Yeah. what was that what What was that about it was a bunch of anything happen a bunch of people having great initiative Uh making some 
pretty hilarious maps of the different okay. uh, groups of people and where they would be storming. Uh, pretty amusing. You should check out those Twitter threads. Hmm. They went out there. They had a party. I don't think anybody <laughs> actually <they> <laughs> stormed the thing because the military came out and ahead of time and was them. like, we will shoot you. We, yeah, oh, we, we will kill you. So just don't do it. And everybody just went out there, I think, and got real high and, and had a great time. Yeah. Party in the desert. I'm proud of those guys for just going out trying. there. I mean, they tried. You know. Show me them aliens. Yeah. That was the catchphrase. Yeah. Yeah. And they're right. Show me them aliens. I think there's some aliens out there. Are you seeing more black no, shadows no, out there? Now it's, is there more now it's a piece of newspaper. <laughs> so this dude, Joseph Gradisher, is the one who's all uptight about UAPs versus UFOs. Mm. Spokesman for the Defu- Deputy Chief of Naval Operations for Informational Information Warfare. That's a pretty serious title. Yeah, information Warfare. All right, I'm impressed. I'm impressed, Joseph. Told the Black Vault blog, a massive civilian <laughs> repository of, of government documents, mostly obtained by Freedom of Information Act requests. Mm. Gratisher further explained that, quote, the unidentified aerial phenomena terminology is used because it provides the basic descriptor for the sightings, observations of unauthorized, unidentified aircraft objects that have been observed entering. Okay, you have bored me to tears, <laughs> Joseph. Washington Post. What you got? <laughs> Okay, UAP, yeah. Unlicensed Assisted Personnel. Assistive Personnel. See, Joseph, <laughs> already taken. Stick with you, you got to check. You got to check if your uh, acronyms are being used or not. Yeah. You have to. Go to acronym.com, acronym finder. <laughs> it does a, yeah, it does list also uh, unidentified aerial phenomenon. <sighs> I wonder who was first. Well, which one was first? Who filed their paperwork yeah. first is what I want to know. Just, well, just uh, I just think if you have a brand, you should... People, that's a strong brand name, UFO. Yeah, I mean, it's been going on for so long. People know. People know. They know what to expect. They know what to expect. Grainy video footage of things that can't be identified. So do you believe in, you know, aliens and UFOs and the likes? Definitely believe in there being life elsewhere Mm. in the universe. Mm -hmm. There are just too many places. Mm -hmm. The scale is too large. We already have proof that this exists. Right. Because we are here. Right. So we are the proof. Yeah. Are they visiting us? Yeah. Are they Uh, advanced enough or is it just... No. I think they are advanced enough. I would would almost Mm. guarantee the advancement, but I don't... I think the scale of space is so large that the odds of them bumping into us are too remote. That being said, mm. there are some intriguing stories. Uh, Rendlesham Forest in the UK mm. is an interesting alien craft landing okay. military base. Check it out from the early 80s okay. where they were seeing things. People saw and touched a spacecraft that had landed. Mm. Uh, unexplained. The Tinley Park lights, giant uh, triangles, okay. black triangles in the sky hovering over these neighborhoods south of Chicago, I believe. Okay. Unexplained. Um, plenty of video evidence. Yeah. Like everybody has, yeah. has video of it. Yeah. There's no reason. I mean, it's always kind of chalked up to like, well, this is some kind of foreign craft or it's military or whatever, but these things were massive and yeah. moved in a way that like we mm-hmm. don't see things move. Yeah. Uh, same thing with the, the lights, the triangles in Arizona. Yeah. Just things that, I don't know what it is. Yeah. There's not an easy explanation. Mm. Tinley Park lights, though. Crazy. Check them out. So what What about the rest of the table, though? Aliens? Catherine Sherlock. Yeah, definitely life. But yeah. I, I'm not sure I believe in anything visiting. Flying or saucers. Intelligent. 
Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm sold. I'm sure they might be here. I think they're think among they're us. They're among us. We just don't know. Oh, MIB the whole the whole thing. Oh, is this like the whole, <laughs> like the so you've v seen thing. Men in Black. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the who? The V thing. V. The V. The flying V. No. The TV program. Oh, they were v. actually like. Uh, Not to be confused with Alien Nation, which was a different Alien TV program. Mm. V was the invasion show, right? Yeah, they came and negotiated, and they seemed like people, but actually underneath they were lizards and ah, they ate reptiles. Uh, yeah, okay. cool, uh, yeah, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Like definitely cats like, and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those things like cryptids, like your Bigfoots or what mm. have you. Or it's like I wish this was real. Ghosts, same thing. Ghosts are real. Ghosts are not real, but aliens are real. They're out there. I know they're, they're not. There is <laughs> more there. evidence. We are the evidence that that there's life in the universe. There is no such comparable evidence for ghosts. Okay. Even though you saw a, a traffic cop. <laughs> it wasn't a traffic cop. <laughs> you saw you it saw a person a jumping behind ghost. a traffic cop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Sherlock. Ghosts. Mm, Catherine, uh, don't let me no. down. You are women no. of science. Yeah, you're right. So anyway, uh, UFOs, UAPs. I'm gonna stick with UFOs. Fuck them. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm for UFOs. I think aliens are here. They're real, and uh, we should just deal with it. I trust these. <laughs> I trust these pilots. These Navy pilots, for the most part. Uh -oh. Bob Lazar. Did you watch the documentary on Netflix? Check it out. Get back with me. Okay. The Bob Lazar. Okay. We'll do. We'll talk about it. Okay. Whoa, okay. We'll, talk we'll talk about, about it. it. Just one more thought. Yeah. Then. Could it have been many moons? I mean, I'm see. Just oh shit! There we go, Catherine. There we. This is go. why. This is why we have you on yeah. board here. You're putting, putting things <laughs> together. together. <laughs> you're putting. You're putting pins into cork boards, and then you're putting threads on one and connecting to the Tying other like a them. fucking there crazy person. Go. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Well, on that note, <laughs> let's wrap up this news episode, yes, all right? Guys. We got to the bottom of all of it. Uh, Shrishman Ike, thank you so much for joining thank us you, here at, the, at the news desk. Catherine Sherlock, same to you. Your vile commentary is always appreciated. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Classic, Classic Yeah. <laughs> that's it for now. That, that This has been the news that was. Good night. Snooze. Snooze. Bye. Snooze. Snooze. Snooze.